Hello, Pierce County Gardeners. This is Karen, one of over 400 Pierce County Master Gardeners. Today's topic is insect pests. Have you ever gone out to look at your garden and discovered that something has been eating your plants? They looked fine the last time you looked at them, but now there is definitely something wrong. But you don't see any bugs. How do you know what's going on and what to do about it? It's helpful to think like Sherlock Holmes. Examine the scene of the crime and see what evidence you can find. First, what kind of plants are affected? Is it just one kind of plant, like broccoli, or is it lots of different plants? What does the damage look like? Does it look like round holes in the middle of leaves or jagged uneven holes around the edges? Is there a trail of slime on the plants or ground? If there are no holes, does it look like something sucked the juice out of the leaf so it curled up? Is the top of a young plant cut off so just a stem sticks up out of the ground? Does it look like something created a winding trail inside the leaf? Different kinds of insects produce different kinds of damage. Sucking insects like spider mites or aphids produce different clues than chewing insects like caterpillars or earwigs. Cutworms girdle the stem and slugs leave slime trails. Another important detective technique is to go out after dark with a flashlight. Many insects avoid predators like birds by being active at night and hiding during the day. Be sure to look under the leaves and not just on the top surface. Once you know what plants are being affected and you have a clue from the damage and your flashlight of what kind of insect it might be, Google the term hort sense. That's one word, H-O-R-T-S-E-N-S-E. This is the WSU website for diagnosing and dealing with plant disease and insect pest problems. If it's in your vegetable garden, from the Hort Sense homepage, click on Vegetables to see the list of individual vegetable plants. Click on any of them to get a list of common diseases and insect pests for that vegetable. From the Hort Sense homepage, you can also go to Insect and Mite Damage to find pictures of insects and the type of damage they cause. HortSense always gives non-chemical control methods first, followed by pesticides allowed in the state of Washington. For the home gardener, it is important to remember that any chemical solution that will kill insect pests will also kill beneficial insects. If you inspect your garden several times a week, you should find insect problems in their early stages when they are easier to control. Many pests can be picked off or squished. Soft-bodied insects, like aphids, can be removed by squirting with water. For non-food garden plants, decide how much damage you can live with. Many predatory insects, like ladybugs and lacewings, help to control outbreaks of aphids and other insects. There is some evidence that plants under insect attack give off chemicals that can be sensed by predatory insects. They use the chemicals to find their prey. 
They will often lay their eggs near the pests, and it is the larvae that really eat a lot of the aphids. Learn what the good guys look like so you don't kill off the wrong bugs. Google Gardening in Washington State. On the home page, click on Pest Control from the list on the left side of the page. Then click on Beneficial Insects, Spiders, and Mites for a free downloadable PDF extension bulletin. This publication shows pictures to help you identify the most common useful insects. Birds, too, collect a lot of insects to feed their young. Hummingbirds eat aphids as well as flower nectar, especially to provide protein to their young. Small birds, like chickadees, collect many small caterpillars to feed their young. So play Sherlock and make sure you know who the culprit is before you run for the bug spray. You really can have a good-looking garden by relying on your natural world allies and the pick, squish, and squirt methods of control. For vegetable gardening, your best friend is the floating row cover. This thin, semi-transparent material is available at hardware stores. When your vegetables first sprout, cover them with the row cover fabric and weigh down the edges at the soil line. As insect pests become active, they will not be able to land on your vegetables and lay eggs. The row cover is flexible enough that the plants can lift it as they grow, or you can put hoops over the plants when covering them. Sun and water can get through, but flying insect pests cannot. Of course, ground-based insects will not be deterred by a floating row cover. You can protect young squash, cucumber, tomato, and pepper plants by slipping the cardboard center from a toilet paper roll around the main stem when you plant starts or after seeds sprout. Cutworms won't be able to girdle the stem. Use old boards as hiding places for slugs and check them daily to keep the population in check. Stale beer traps also help. Applying iron phosphate-based slug bait during April when the young slugs hatch and become active helps to control the population. Reapplying it in late August when adults are breeding and laying eggs will reduce the next year's population. While iron phosphate-based slug bait is not harmful to mammals, there is some evidence it discourages earthworms, so use it selectively if there is a real problem with food plants or prized perennials like hostas that are being substantially damaged. Remember, if you have any questions about growing vegetables, fruits, or flowers, you can email your questions with photos of the problem to pierce.mg at wsu.edu. That's P-I-E-R-C-E dot M-G at W-S-U dot E-D-U. Until next time, this is Karen, a Pierce County Master Gardener.